If you or someone you know struggles with food insecurity, you surely know that this is a large issue that impacts the lives of many people. You likely already know that food insecurity means a lack of access to quality food, but there's health risks and additional complications that many people may not be aware of. If you chose to listen to this podcast, chances are you're here to seek out information about these complications and what people are doing about it today. There's help located everywhere for these struggling individuals and families, so if you or someone else needs a provider, this podcast will discuss a few areas located in McLean County that can help relieve the financial burden of providing for yourself or your family. With that being said, let's first dig into what causes food insecurity. A quote from an article by RTI Health Advance says that the root causes of food insecurity are complex and systemic, although poverty is central. Food insecurity can be caused by unemployment and low income, lack of affordable housing, disability, racial discrimination, and also food deserts. And if you don't know what food deserts are, it essentially means that there is a lack of access to nearby grocery stores, usually over a mile in urban settings and over 10 miles in rural areas, according to the article. These people often have to rely on food sold in convenience stores, which don't consist of foods that will properly nourish our bodies. Many residents in central Illinois alone are struggling with food insecurity. The most recent data from Feeding America suggests that in 2021, there were 14,520 residents who experienced food insecurity, which is a rate of 8.5% of the population. These people who have troubles with food insecurity are not only struggling with a poor diet, but other issues regarding poverty as well. Not only do people in poverty struggle with the need for shelter, food, doctor's visits, and education, but they could also be struggling with transportation, not being able to afford medications, or not being able to provide fun activities for them or their children. People who are barely able to cover food and rent can't possibly consider additional expenses, which makes for an incredibly difficult life to live. Possibly the most unfortunate part of poverty is the fact that health issues are guaranteed to arise from an improper diet. In order to avoid these devastating hospital bills, an adequate diet is a must. It's incredibly important to be educated about nutrition and the health issues that arise from it. To give us some insight, I contacted Nancy Cook, who's a dietetics professor from ISU. I asked her to answer a few questions regarding this topic, and she sent a few paragraphs in response that I'll be reading. The first question I asked her was, in what ways do food insecure people have poor nutrition? In her response, she says, since groceries are not typically considered a fixed expense, families will cut back on food expenses to pay for those expenses that are fixed, including housing and utilities. These expenses are generally not flexible, so to stretch the smaller budget for groceries, those foods that are highly processed and cheaper replace more nutrient-dense foods that are richer in the vital nutrients required for proper health. The consequences of eating highly processed, cheap foods increases the overall intake of sodium, high fructose corn syrup, saturated fat, cholesterol, and overall empty calories. Simply consuming enough calories does not equal good nutrition. The USDA Dietary Guidelines for Americans note that the average Americans do not consume enough of the recommended amounts of healthy nutrients, including dietary fiber, unsaturated fats, grains, fruits, and vegetables. These healthier options are often overlooked as consumers have lack of access to them or lack nutrition information to encourage ways to inexpensively incorporate these types of healthier choices into family meals without breaking their budgets. Following that, I also wanted some answers about how poor nutrition from food insecurity results in specific health issues. I asked her for three examples, and she started off with obesity. Obesity is the major compounding factor that greatly increases the risk for type 2 diabetes, heart diseases, hypertension, and stroke. Cheaper processed foods contribute to excess calories and unhealthy ingredients that lead to these health crises. 
high fat, high sugar, and overall high calorie intake with a lack of healthy physical activity contributes to shifting these sources into fat stores when not used for energy production. Health professionals have been seeing health issues that were once deemed as adult diseases in younger adults and even many children as young as 6 to 11 years of age. It has been noted that if these current trends continue, the young generation growing up now may be the first generation to not outlive their parents. The next one is heart disease, which has consistently been the top killer disease according to the CDC and the top 10 leading causes of death in the U.S. adult population. For all the reasons stated before, high intake of non-nutritious, calorie-high foods increase waxy deposits of fatty substances inside main arterial walls of the heart, causing thickening, inflammation, and clogging the flow of sufficient blood circulation through the heart and body. This can lead to cardiovascular complications including cardiac arrest, stroke, high blood pressure, oxygen deprivation, which leads to the overall lack of energy production in cells and multiple organ system complications. Finally, type 2 diabetes is a leading type of diabetes in the U.S. Type 1 diabetes are those who often acquire the lack of insulin production due to an inborn error of metabolism, which becomes apparent in early life. Type 2, however, accounts for 70-80% to 80 of these cases and is mostly caused by lifestyle choices over time. We see this type as adults reach middle age and older. Diabetes is caused when a lack of insulin from the pancreas causes blood sugar to rise in the bloodstream and remain unused by cells for energy. Insulin is needed to transport blood sugars that are broken down and absorbed mainly by carbohydrate foods after meals. If blood sugars do not have the means to travel to cells with the aid of insulin, it remains high, which can cause damage to the kidneys, eyesight, and nerves. Type 2 diabetes is also implicated as a disease that increases the risk of heart diseases as well. Modifiable lifestyle risks include poor nutrition intake, overconsumption of calories, lack of exercise, smoking, chronic alcoholism, and obesity. Nutrition consultation and education is crucial as changing lifestyle behaviors with food intake and physical activity are key in helping the body get back to normal insulin function. Weight loss is a very important factor. Moving forward, it's daunting to see how badly a poor diet can affect one's health, which is why everyone who struggles with this issue needs to find a place who can provide for them. There are many places in McLean County working to fight food insecurity, and while I won't speak of all of them, I have four food banks in mind that I can help in a few different ways. The first one is the Bread for Life Co-op from Home Sweet Home Ministries. This food pantry offers a membership that will allow you to visit their shop twice a month to pick out your own choice of food for you and your family. People who are members have the option to either work two hours per visit or just one hour per visit with a payment of $5. This food pantry is for everyone, though larger families are allowed more frequent access. Their shopping hours are from 3 to 5 p.m. on Mondays, 2 to 4 p.m. Wednesdays and Fridays, and Thursdays, 6 to 8 p.m. If this comes of interest, you can contact their number at 309-828-7356. Another one would be the St. Vincent de Paul Food Pantry. St. Vincent is also a customer choice food pantry, and it is also a nonprofit as they rely on donations to provide for members. They give away foods like fresh veggies and fruits, dairy products, meat, baked goods, and various canned foods as well. In order to be eligible for this pantry, you must meet the criteria for the federal property guidelines and family size. Visits here are limited to McLean County residents and they generally offer one visit per month. They open every Monday from 9 to 4 p.m. as well as the second and fourth Saturday of each month from 9 to 11 a.m. 
you can contact their number at 309-829-9611. School Street Food Pantry is meant to supply to currently enrolled college and trade school students in Bloomington Normal. They say on their website that qualifying institutions induce but are not limited to Illinois State University, Illinois Wesleyan University, Heartland Community College, Paul Mitchell School, and other trade schools in McLean County. School Street Food Pantry is open for distribution from 4 to 6 p.m. each Friday from August to May. If this applies to you, you can reach their email address at schoolstreetfoodpantry at gmail.com. Finally, the Women, Infants, and Children Organization, also known as the WIC, is made to provide women who are pregnant, breastfeeding, or just had a baby, as well as infants and children under the age of five. To find out if you qualify for WIC benefits, their website has a pre-screening tool just for that. They not only offer foods like fruits and veggies, dairy, and whole grains, but they also provide information about nutrition and breastfeeding to help guide you and your family to healthy eating. You can make an appointment on the WIC website to find out what papers or documentation you would need to bring in order to qualify. For additional assistance, you could call the WIC State Office at 217-782-2166. Now, if none of these food banks listed sound like a proper fit for you, there are still a large number of food pantries located in McLean County that can offer you similar benefits to the one I just listed. It's incredibly important that food insecure people take these benefits into consideration, especially considering the deadly health complications that can arise from this kind of issue. To close off, I want to thank Nancy Cook for her knowledgeable input as well as anyone who chose to listen to this podcast today.